You're nobody till somebody loves you. You're nobody till somebody cares. You may be king, you may possess the world and its gold, but gold won't bring you happiness when you're growing old. The world still is the same. You never change it. Bill, did you know that uh, Chuck Norris? He's from Oklahoma. I did not. Yeah, he know was. That. He was born in a little town called Ryan, down south central, practically in Texas. Ryan, okay. Yeah, and down there they were going to name a street after him, name a street after mm-hmm. Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Yeah, cool. And then they realized nobody can cross Chuck Norris and live. <laughs> That street would get no <laughs> car traffic or pedestrian traffic. Had to just give up the idea. Yeah, yeah. Can't cross Chuck Norris. No one's going to cross it. He'll high kick you. Of course, I know who could cross Chuck Norris. Master Paul. Wouldn't miss Our very it. own Master Paul Flaherty I think, here I in Locust Grove, Paul, Oklahoma. Paul Flaherty would, would give <laughs> Chuck Norris a run for his money and send him running. I do believe. Yes. He's a good one. Yeah. <clears throat> I've seen him chamber and kick. I wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> I can't chamber at all. He's always, you know, showing us this kick. Then you chamber and do this. I, I can't, I can't chamber, Paul. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> My leg just falls, flies out there and comes back. Yeah. I got a bum leg. Got a bum leg. <laughs> But he's very good. He's very good. Yeah. Um, welcome, everybody, welcome. to Wacky Poem Live. Wacky, wacky, cool poem life. Here we're coming to you from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, episode 60. 60. I'm 60. <laughs> I'm 60. I can't chamber and kick, but I'm 60. <laughs> or you're 60. I'll be 60. Sorry. <laughs> we're old. Are, are we, Let's are just we, say we're are old. Are we revealing our age? Is that appropriate? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Who cares? You know? Who cares? Yeah. That's kind of what the theme of today's that is, episode that is, is today, thing. isn't it? Who nobody cares? cares? It's about nobodies. Yeah. That's where the joke came from, is right. nobody's going to cross Chuck Norris. We're going to talk about nobodies yeah. today. Nobodies being nobody. Being, no, being quote-unquote nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Having right. having nobody. Mm-hmm. Having um, nobody. Being nobody. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which is, is that kind of a play on words? Is that... I don't know. As I was telling you before Being, we started, I was trying to remember that scene from the the, the Odyssey where uh, Odysseus says he's nobody trying to fool the Cyclops. And I couldn't remember yeah. if he was trying to get into the cave or out of the cave. Yeah. I need to reread my classics. But the fact that you're alive and breathing means you're not a nobody. So being nobody, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused. Are you nobody? Are you somebody? Are you anybody? We're everybody. I, you know, I, I'm somewhere along that plane <laughs> of existence. You know. Well, people, we are going to talk about poetry. <laughs> yeah, we are. It's a very poetic subject, actually. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we're going to talk about a number of things, and we have some uh, a beautiful little bottle of wine here that Bill brought. It's it's a lovely color. It's, it's kind of amber. It's a, it's a Christmas blushy. Uh, yes, ambery color yeah. from Italy. Yeah, uh-huh. cheers. 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 It's from Italy, and which has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today, but that's all right. What's the name of it? Uh, it's called Ring Ring. Ring Ring. It's a Vino Rosato d'Italia. 
which mm. means I, I imagine a rosé rose wine from Italy is a. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interpreting all of a sudden. That's genius, Bill. It's, that is genius, I'm genius that you figured that out. Yeah, I, I didn't know I was bilingual this morning. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not nobody. I'm a bilingual. Uh, 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 po- podcast co-host. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh, basically well, a celebrity. <laughs> anyway, yes, this he is Bill. I am Sean. We are here at the the poetry museum where we take a poem that someone has written, uh, usually written and left for us in the museum here. Could be because of a prompt. Could be because hey, they thought, hey, I'm going to write a little poem and mm-hmm. I'm going to hang it up on the wall here because that's what we encourage people to do. And so then we just talk about it for 30 minutes. So thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Right. And the poem could be on a whim Mm -hmm. or it could be something you thought about and want to share. Mm -hmm. That's one of the beauty of it. You can come in and something strikes you. You write it down. You you might find it worthy of discussion. And there we go. It takes off. Yeah. Then you're no longer a nobody. (laughs) That's right. You're on our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) There was a man who came in here the other day, Bill, um, because we're right down on Main Street in our little town of, of about. 1300 people and uh, there was a man who hadn't been in here before we've been down here for two years on on main street and an older man older than me i'm 60 and he's older than me and he and he walked in and he just kind of looked around he said wow he Mm -hmm. said i've been meaning to come in here and wow he goes hang on a minute i gotta call my wife (laughs) and he pulls his phone out and he calls her and he says i'm at the poetry museum i'm gonna be here a while yeah i'm gonna be a while (laughs) don't wait up I've got some exploring to do and some poetry to write. <laughs> and he did, and he spent about an hour, and he said he read a lot of things and looked at a lot of things. And he he, he um, took a card. He spun the fire wheel of fortune mm-hmm. and got his flower card. But he hadn't written anything, so he said he's going to come back, and he's going to write something. Oh, nice, so he, nice. he may appear on a, one of our future he's podcasts. He's pondering a poem. Ponderation. Oh, that's Bonanza. Well, you know the ponder- that was a Ponderosa. It's Ponderosa, <laughs> which is you know if I had a, if I had a ranch, I'd call it the Ponderation. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we have a poem today. We, have a poem. we do have a poem. There's a point. There's and a po- it. This is a poem that does go with our newest exhibit, which is 15 Tip, 15 Themes in Poetry. And uh, so there's 15 themes, and there's a little, there's some poems that go with each theme, and then there's a little prompt that you can write something about each theme. And this theme is identity. Identity, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's a big full-length mirror, and uh, there's the the very famous Emily Dickinson poem, I'm Nobody, Who Are You?, that's hanging up there. And then there's this commentary about the theme, most of life is a process of trying to understand the meaning of life, which is also about discovering who we are. Who are you? Who are you? Really? Mm-hmm. And so then the activity, there's also a portrait of Emily Dickinson hanging next to the mirror. It was done by our lovely president of the museum and artist, Alicia mm-hmm. Little, mm-hmm. painted a wonderful portrait of Emily Dickinson. And the activity says, look in Emily's mirror and who do you see? You know, Emily said in her famous poem, she was nobody. She kind of meant that, of course, in a metaphorical way. And uh, she apparently liked being nobody. So who do you like being or you want to be? And then it says, write it on a sticky note and attach it to the mirror. So you can go in there now and you can see there are several 
post-it notes stuck on the mirror that people have written things about identity mm-hmm. on, and this is one of them. Right, right. And I shall read it now. Yes. I shall read it. Being nobody is the most beautiful thing you can be. It is perfect and divine just to just exist. Excellent. Uh, I like that. However, I think the question of what is the meaning of life is over-asked. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like I have, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Um, how many degrees do you have behind your name? How many letters? Um, we try to acquire that in Western society. Yeah. A doctor. Uh, well, yeah. see, and that's why this little the poem you just <clears throat> read, it just, the sep- it has one word, a one word ending line. Exist. Exist. Yeah. That's the antidote mm-hmm. to your questioning of the meaning of life. Mm-hmm. Just exist. Exist. <laughs> exist because it is, it's quite brief, you know? <laughs> it is. <laughs> but she also disproved her own, what she just wrote. <laughs> Being nobody is the most beautiful thing you can be. But she exists. She's not nobody. Or he is not nobody. Yeah. To me. Yeah. I, I, they're different. I don't know. There are different well, levels of nor- notoriety. Okay, but but think about it metaphorically. What was what was Emily saying when she said, "I'm nobody. Who are you? Are you nobody too?" Then there's a pair of us. Don't tell. She wants. What the, was she saying? She would like the company of others like herself of nobodies. It's it's fine to be nobody. It's wonderful. It's good to be nobody. There's nothing wrong with being nobody. So, am I right? Are you shaking? Your, oh, <laughs> the answer. The answer's in the question. <laughs> See, again, I'm wanting that. I'm wanting that that red letter A on my paper from from Doctor Perkins here. You know? You're like Lisa from The Simpsons. Yeah. Simpsons, grade me, yeah. grade me. Yeah. Am I close? Am I warm? Am I getting warmer? <laughs> no, this poem is deceptive. I mean, Emily Dickinson's poem is deceptively simple. Mm-hmm. Bill, mm-hmm. there's you can make any interpretation you want out of it. Yeah. I'm just. I don't know why I'm shaking my head. But I do believe she I do believe she thought she was probably nobody. Do you, Sean? Do you think or did she realize her talent? Well, um, because well think about it like this. Is nobody a pejorative, you know, do you have to think of it in the pejorative sense? I don't. Okay. I don't. So I don't think she did either. Mm-hmm. You know, I I am happy to exist in my own little sphere here. But in her day, women were not to be somebody's. Women were to be nobody's quote-unquote even though i don't think she subscribed to mm-hmm. that i do mm-hmm. not yeah um men wanted to be you know stand, stand on that soapbox and smoke that cigar and, <laughs> and, and go to the go to the library with your brandy you know and then and pontificate you Would know they let you in the library with brandy maybe not <laughs> maybe not with the lid, sippy cup. I don't know. I have to ask our local librarian here, Maria Breedlove. Maria, if, if you're listening, can we bring Brandy into the library? That, right, that would be a good <laughs> etiquette question. I was watching Around the World in, in um, 90 Days uh, a bit, and they were in the library, all these men, and, and <laughs> one woman was rushing in to give, you know, confront one of these men, and they were trying to stop her saying, ma'am, ma'am, you, cannot, you can't be here. Women are not allowed in here. And, <laughs> You know, she was just like, oh, over that. I That's thought, like a, one of the fancy British clubs, gentlemen's right, clubs. Right. Yeah. I'm like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, it is, you know, it's she filled up the sticky note. There's, I'm saying she. I don't know who wrote this. Could be a he. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so got all the words that that she could fit on there. And it makes sense. I mean, it's not a complete poem, but the idea of it, is uh, I think it's a really 
one that you see in a lot of poetry, and and it's one that some people need to be reminded of, because we get to thinking, I think sometimes, and I know I have this feeling, I get to thinking, I need to do more. I need to be out there. I need to be helping more people. I need to be in the public eye more. I need to put myself out there. And uh, occasionally that may be true, but most of the time it's not, mm-hmm. you know, just just be a nobody. That can be really beautiful. Just stand back. Uh, just be humble. Just exist in the moment and uh, let it, you know, like Bruce Lee would say, let it be like the water and just let it flow. Right. Uh, my chair is sinking. I'm sinking. <laughs> I think this poem, I'm becoming humble. <laughs> you're becoming nobody. I'm, <laughs> you know. I'm going to be under the table <laughs> in a minute. I'm with the water on you. See, so she's melted. Look, now I'm going to have to adjust my microphone because, okay. <laughs> but I think this poem allow. it's it's sort of like it, it gives you the freedom. Just calm down. You don't you yeah. just exist. Yes. Just exist. Yes. Everything else falls into place. And it's very simple, but the words that are used to, if we go, you know, if we talk to my lover, the online etymology dictionary, right. we we see some interesting uh, definitions of these words. Of course, just the word nobody, meaning no, you know, that's the root, uh, means not. And then body, meaning the, you know, the trunk or the physical structure of a human or a thing. And we don't know. It's actually that word body has an unknown origin, but that's, you know, we don't know exactly where that word okay. comes from. All right. Oh, so it's just not having a physical structure. That's what nobody means. And so if you think about it like that, then that's what I was saying, that this this poem and Emily's poem are, even though there's there's uh, concrete things in them, they're just, you know, take them metaphorically. Take them metaphorically. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the word divine that this person uses is an interesting word, I think, to use there. It, it comes from the root um, that means to shine, um, like the the sky or the heavens or being godlike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to be godlike, uh, to be divine is just to exist. It's quite a compliment. Yeah. To be, to be called divine is quite a compliment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And to call yourself that. Mm-hmm. It, that's kind of neat. It seems to have a spiritual base. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that even uh, people who have no, who are no longer with us, as long as we remember them, they're still somebodies. They're not nobodies. That's right. I, I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. Again, it goes back to the meaning of life because it's uh, who <laughs> I, I still, I'm looking for. It haven't found it. <laughs> well, uh, Bill, what do you call a nose without a body? Uh, uh, a rhino. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows the trouble, trouble I've, I've known. Seen. Now you got me singing the blues. <laughs> like I'm in jail. Like I'm in jail. Nobody knows where this episode's goes. going. <laughs> it started with Chuck Norris Chuck and Norris. it's growing. Growing. Oh so is it, um, I'm not gonna, you're, I don't want you to answer this. Because you're going to say... I'm going to take a drink of wine then. Go ahead. But I wonder if the ultimate irony is that no one is truly nobody. They just don't know they're nobody. 
You ain't nobody. You're somebody. You just don't know you're somebody. You, you, to your dog, to my dog, I'm I'm like everything. You I'm, are. I'm, you I'm are divine. I'm omnipotent. To, you are divine. To my dog, to he's God. like, oh my God, he's home. He's home. He's home. Yeah. You know the world. You know, yeah. But you know. Uh, and then my cats, they are the divine. Yes, oh, they think they are. The right. Gods. Right. You walk in, it's like, oh, you are here. I shall be fed enough. You, you know. Yeah. You if, shall pet me now. Yeah, you shall pet me Not now. Not there. Not right. there. Right here. Right here. No. Right. Back. Yes. Uh-huh. I also wrote an- anonymity can be liberating, but it is not being nobody. Hmm. It's uh, you know you can be anonymous, but you can, that's still not being nobody. Mm-hmm. I'm getting really deep. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when you, I like it when you go. Mm-hmm. That's when I know I need to move on. You know. Well, I was telling you before we started, Bill, and I, I found this kind of interesting when I was just uh, googling around like I do uh, about nobodies and being a nobody i found a website that's about a podcast that uh it's the bruce lee podcast and it's put on by his daughter shannon and i found an article uh, that was over one of the podcasts it was podcast number 43 this is on the website it's just brucelee.com and podcast 43 on there was called be a nobody and i really like this quote he said this because uh, she said this was something that he carried around with him. He often carried around philosophical ideas on index cards. And one of them was inwardly, psycholo- psychologically, be a nobody. Mm-hmm. He carried that around with him. And uh, she said that to him that meant get the ego out of the way. Have some detachment. Be a, a blank slate. Tabula, right. tabula rasa. A human being first. That way you can approach each situation anew with fresh eyes. Be as neutral as you can be. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a way to look at what this little sticky note poem is about, too. Be as neutral as you can be. Being nobody is the most beautiful thing you can be. And also, may it level the playing field. Mm-hmm. I am no better than you. I am no worse than mm-hmm. you. I will not subject you to cruelty, to be persecution. We are all right even level, we're all nobodies. Yes, I think that we. I think when we be, become, think we become someone, and our ego, and we get more and more power. Power can be corruptive. Aha. Uh-huh. And I think that that is when really we can oppress and and suppress and be cruel and to others. Okay, that's an excellent point. Because another thing I wanted to say that was from this Bruce Lee podcast was what you were just talking about there. And this is a quote from him. At one time, I wanted all the indirect things, money, fame, the big opening night. Now I have it or I'm beginning to get it. This whole thing doesn't seem important anymore. I have found that doing a thing is more important. I'm having fun doing it. Money comes second. Mm-hmm. We are so obsessed with money in our culture, and it's become the main measure of success. But there are so many people with a lot of money who are unhappy. Money itself is neutral. But if you're basing your happiness on it, then you are basing your happiness on its whims. Yeah. End quote. It, become, it becomes a cage, mm-hmm. an entrapment. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're basing your identity, as he said, on, on like external things, like mm-hmm. the praise of, uh, you know, like you were wanting me to grade you a while ago. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, that you can, you know, people can come to rely on those kinds of things. And then what happens to your identity, mm-hmm. especially if you stop being yeah. a star? Right. When things come yeah. easily to you, you, you and you get these accolades, you want more and mm-hmm. more and more. And it becomes a, a, a icy slope in a trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where he said the part about um, 
you know, being like water. There's a, there's some famous quote out there by Bruce Lee that's about be, move like water, rest like a mirror, respond like an echo, something like that. And um, he said, you cannot hurt that which is formless. Yeah. Yeah. You strike at it and it, yeah. it, and it reforms. Yeah. Yeah. So a nobody is kind of formless. Mm-hmm. formless. So you can't hurt it. Did you happen to see our friend Faith's um, little quick snippet on on social media? Uh-uh. She she wrote that, and I'm I'm paraphrasing in a nutshell that uh, uh, all of our experience, all of our life, each human is is not not but a mist, not but a mist. Mm-hmm. It's like your entire life is. Imagine a cold day and you just and you're it's out gone dissipates we're done, done we're we're over. So we're all nobodies. We're all very, like water, like mist. I'm continuing to sink. Thank you very much. Okay, I'm, I'm, it's not you're not sinking. <laughs> you're in awe of my thoughts. <laughs> you're obsessed with sinking. Nothing. Don't think of yourself as thinking. Okay, you're was being that, immersed. In was that something that Faith posted on her Oki Noir thing? Well, she's starting to do the Oki Noir stuff. So if y'all are on Facebook, mm-hmm. go to Oki Noir. Yeah, there's N-O-I-R, an Oki Noir and uh, Faith Phillips. Yeah. There's an Oki Noir uh, tag. Um, yes, into that. And it, it was. Your stuff I thought there. it was very sweet. It was very sincere. And I thought, you know what? Good one. Good one. Yes. You made me think about something when you thought that you were going, oh, you know, that I was praising <laughs> I was you. gesturing again, everyone. <laughs> You're missing my gestures. Here, here's a process I see sometimes. Step one, connect with a divine being. Step two, allow them to speak through you. Step three, profit. Okay. That's okay, right. but which profit am I talking about? Uh, P-R-O-P-H-E-T or F-I-T Okay, okay That's where we get lost Yes, Mm -hmm. yes Do you become a prophet or do you profit? Uh Those are quite different, aren't they? Uh Mm -hmm. Uh Yeah, I like the What's that is, the homonym Was the homonym, homonyms, the two words That sound alike that are spelled and mean something I believe so, yes The homonymic potential (laughs) The homonymic potential of profit, profit Mm Mm-hmm because you, you don't say those any different, do you? No. Profit, profit. No, no you don't no, no. say it they, like they, that. No. You know, in, in our language, at profit, profit. You can't <laughs> tell the difference. You know. Speaking of which, you know, uh, Bill, that Jesus drove a Honda. Yeah, but uh, no, nobody knows about it. You know why? Um, yeah, no, no, no. Because uh, John twelve forty nine, he did not speak of his own accord. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> Do not speak of the make and model of your vehicle. Of his own accord. Do not speak accord. of it. <laughs> it's a little Christmas joke there. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back to this poem. Yeah. <laughs> it, it Being nobody is the most beautiful thing you can be. It is perfect and divine to just exist. And people can read this and say, well, I've been being beautiful all along and didn't know mm-hmm. it. I've, you know, I'm, I've existed. Obviously, I'm breathing. You're existing. No, you I don't think that's the same thing, though. You don't think so? No, because it's kind of like going back to this Bruce Lee stuff. Is you really have to take your hands away from, you know, the pie. Mm-hmm. You put the pie down in the middle of the table and take your hands off it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gesturing for mm-hmm. those of y'all out there in the silent. Because and what you're saying is you don't have to have a piece of the pie all the time and be no. reaching for the largest piece or my share. 
you know, mm-hmm. I want, I want, I want. Bigger house, bigger car, more money, more it's this It's that detachment stuff. thing, mm-hmm. yeah, to be able to, to be in the world as, again, like, you know, he was saying, as the, as the water and letting things flow over you because you will be less wounded that way. Now, this whole article, if you all want to go in there, it's brucelee.com, and it's number 43. That whole article is really good. And, of course, I'm reading it, and it, it's just wonderful, and it makes a lot of sense to me. And I'm thinking, yeah, but not if you have kids or grandkids. Because <laughs> 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 I just had both of my grandgirls. I had mm-hmm. one of them for two days and the other one for two days. And mm-hmm. one of them just turned four, and the other one is not quite two. And uh, and they're lovely, and we had a wonderful time, and mm-hmm. we decorated mm-hmm. badly, uh, gingerbread cookies. But yeah, I could not let water flow over me and be perfect and divine. Well, but you're missing <laughs> you're missing you're missing the point. Okay, what's the point? You decorated cookies beautifully because the experience yes. together was priceless yes. and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Now you're subjective in what you think is sh- they should have looked like. Well, yes, but, but and- the experience was absolutely. Divine. It was, and we were really into it, and Claire was really into it, even though and she would those, say— I saw those cookies. She would say every once in a while, well, mine don't look like— and I'm like, they look like yours, and they look perfect. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. And mine don't this. look like yeah. yours. Mine don't look like the picture. Yeah. And I said, "They, I like how you're doing them. They look good. And she yeah. just kept on. <laughs> and, you know, and, and the age of four is such a big experienced age. Yeah. You're discovering every everything. You know, You're into everything. It's a great age. Memories are starting to form at four really solidly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's a great age. I somehow also found, uh, discovered a poem I really like, and I was wanting to read it, and then you were going to read one too, Bill. Okay. Um, but this one, I, I'm not sure how I found it, but it really encapsulates, I think, some of the things that we're saying about about being a nobody or just being... I guess the word that keeps popping up for me, too, is just be, you know, just humility and um, being present Mm -hmm. to the moment and to people and to the day. And it's by a very famous writer. She is more known for her novels than her poetry, Margaret Atwood. Um, But I've always loved her poetry. It's Mm -hmm. called The Moment. The moment when, after many years of hard work and a long voyage, you stand in the center of your room, house half acre, square mile, island, country, knowing at last how you got there and say, I own this, is the same moment when the trees unloose their soft arms from around you, the birds take back their language, the cliffs fissure and collapse, the air moves back from you like a wave and you can't breathe. No, they whisper, you own nothing. You were a visitor, time after time, climbing the hill, planting the flag, proclaiming we never belong to you. You never found us. It was always the other way round. Yes, yes. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? Well, and I read this last part a little wrong. I didn't do the period. Okay. Climbing the hill, planting the flag, proclaiming. We never belonged to you. You never found us. It was always the other way around. Yes, yes. Yeah. Claiming in the name of this. <laughs> yeah. But the most powerful line to me is, we own nothing. Yes. We yes. don't own anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if maybe our name for a brief period, you know. Mm-hmm. 
perhaps. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We own nothing. The moment that happens when you realize there's power in that. You don't own anything. We don't own. We don't. <laughs> I've I have kind of thought about that. You know, we we acquire the right to maybe put pass it to someone who we know. Mm-hmm. We we may may acquire that right, but owning owning is a strange thing. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well, I was uh, like I said. This is uh, not to change the subject, uh, and, but but we shall but change we shall the subject change. at this point in the podcast because it, 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 it is actually kind of similar to what we're talking about. Because being being no being nobody um, was something that I think my brother was good at in the fact that he wanted to give. He didn't want to own. Um, he wanted. He was a, a very big giver. This my late brother's birthday is today. He he would have been a certain age. It doesn't matter. He very young to me now. Today's he, his he, birthday. And did he did he die earlier this year, Bill? He died a couple it? years ago. A couple uh, years uh, ago. Uh, okay. A, a couple of years ago. Uh, early December of twenty twenty. Okay. Um, but you know, I, I this was his this was his month. He would he would things would pile up on his table. Greeting cards and wrapping paper and uh, cans of peanuts to send and and, and, and a hot cocoa and gift cards and this and that you know and he was I love giving oh he loved it mm-hmm. and calling nieces and nephews and he would pretend to be this or that uh, <laughs> and, and and I thought to myself why am I not like him but I exist as I exist as someone else a separate yes but I remember him yes you know so therefore yes. he he exists still mm-hmm. also. What's remembered lives. What's remembered lives, um, and so I've revised an, a poem that was kind of in my in my mind to write for him because I always thought of him as Brother Christmas because okay. he was just so Christmassy. Cool. So this is what I wrote, and I dedicate it to my brother Jim, who would have been a certain young age today. <laughs> I remember Brother Christmas, vinyl on the turntable, bows and wrapping paper, greeting cards and snacks to sign and send. A half-empty cup of coffee on the kitchen table where you'd sit. A cluttered, sparkly mound, thoughts and wishes, and ho-ho-ho when Santa would call excited nieces and nephews. Writing and wrapping and sending and wishing and giving, always giving. Generosity to so many and watching eyes light as presents were opened was the very heart of who I knew, of who I love, of who I miss, of who I remember. I remember Brother Christmas. Um, anyway. Oh, that's gorgeous, Bill. Oh, thank you. It is. That's a wonderful poem to read this time of year Yeah, on I mean, the podcast. It, and you just really captured his essence. I never met him. I didn't know him. Yeah. But I certainly feel like I know a lot more about him right now. Even, even just this image, a half-empty cup of coffee. Oh, he was a joy. On the kitchen table. Well, I bet he let it sit there and get cold, got cold while he was got, doing that. It got cold, and, and the milk would kind of coagulate on the top. Um, but, oh, he loved the holiday, you know? And he would call nieces and nephews and say, ho, 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 this is, this is who, who, might this, who might you be, little lady? You know? What are you, what's on your, you know? And just live for that. Oh, yeah. That's wonderful. And your writing of that and sharing it with us, Bill, is kind of what we're talking about in this episode, too. Is just to stop and to pause. And exist. And exist exist. in the moment. And then, and this is where so much poetry comes from, if you can do that. Stop, exist, pause in the moment, and let the images come 
and then write them down and share them with people. Right. Yes. And that's when people who there's you know there's always people who will say to me, "Oh, I wish I could write poetry or I wish I had time or you know, anybody can be a poet." You know, so what Picasso said about artists, we were all artists mm-hmm. when we were children. True. You know, that's and true. and something happened to us. And I think the same thing is about poetry is but we let life just run us over. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get too caught up in things and to being being somebody's and, and acquiring things, and we don't stop in the moment and exist and be and gather our thoughts and remember the people we loved and the mm-hmm. things we loved and we share start, them with others. We start to believe the no's and you can'ts, mm-hmm. and most of those come from inside of our own. Mind. Yes. <laughs> so you right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's all, and and that's wonderful. And like I said, with the the theme of this episode, that's all. I'm not saying that people can you can't exist in the moment, every moment of your life. You know, mm-hmm. you got to pay your bills. Certainly, you got to do living. crap you don't want to do and whatnot. Chase the buck occasionally. But, yes. But you can spend a lot of time working on being present yeah you really can speaking of being present one last image <laughs> when i was a kid i would scooch up under the christmas tree <laughs> scooch on that's my back, a neat verb <laughs> on my back and i we had a real tree and i would look up <clears throat> excuse me and um i would look up from the base of the tree upward and i could smell the tree uh-huh. i could see the tree we had the, the lights occasion the old-fashioned lights that would ping on and off they'd blink and you could hear the ping Ping, ping. <laughs> it was just magical. And I thought, I need to do that more as an adult. Yeah. I need to lay m- under more trees and look up. Yeah, especially real ones because you oh, could gosh. smell it too. The fragrance, right? the, the yeah. aroma of, of the pinon. We had pinon trees. Yeah. Oh, loved them. <laughs> loved them. That's yeah. a great Christmas memory. Right. Well, thank you all so much for being with us on this episode. Thanks that for was existing with about, us. I just enjoyed talking about all this today and... Um, maybe when I listen to it, 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 it won't make as much sense as I thought it did. But I, It might make more sense. It may <laughs> it make more. It might even more. It may be a divine podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, this, uh, and thank you to whoever wrote the sticky note and left it on the mirror in the museum. This exhibit of 15 tip will be up for a while. So please come in and uh, learn a little bit about themes and poetry and and put your own sticky note on the mirror. Share your own experience yeah. of what you feel like the meaning There's of life might of, be. Plenty of space in there. Oh, yes. And we're getting ready. Uh, we're recording right now on December 16th, I 16th. think is what today yeah, is. 16th. And then on the 26th, we're going to get a new exhibit and start putting it up. And it's called uh, Wanted, Dead or Alive. Wanted. Oklahoma it. Outlaws. I can just say I can yeah. hear the guns in yeah. the back, you know, the gunfight. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to have a lot of uh, photographs from the Oklahoma History Center and information and poetry about outlaws and law enforcers. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to cuss and discuss about to, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope to get some really good. We'll have some prompts. Yeah. So hope to get some sure. impromptu things about that that we can share in future episodes. Very cool. Yes. Yeah. So thanks again, everybody. Yeah. Bye, guys. Share the word. Uh-huh.